Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. What is up? Welcome to episode 158. Thanks so much for listening. It means so much to me. If I brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. I'm truly grateful for your support. Thank you. Before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to highlight my free weekly newsletter. You can actually follow the link in the show notes here, or you can simply visit themotivatedmindpodcast.com to sign up. It's completely free. It's yet another way I'm looking to add more value to each of your lives. For those of you that have signed up, thank you so much. It means the world. Be sure to check it out. Nowadays, we have access to infinite information. Answers to almost every question you may ever have for the rest of your life. While that access to information may be valuable, learning how to apply it and master it is even more crucial. Learning new things is a huge part of life. Striving to learn and grow allows us to constantly step up our game. But it takes time. And time is an asset that is constantly depreciating. So, what are some ways we can learn new skills faster? Number one, pick the right skill. We can't be good at everything. And quite honestly, it's more effective and productive to niche down. Just as a successful startup focuses on a niche market, we can find value in refining what it is that we're looking to learn. And more importantly, why? Here's a few questions to ask yourself when thinking about a new skill. Is it something that you're passionate about? If you're not passionate about that new skill, chances are that you're going to struggle with motivation to learn that particular skill. And as a side note, I actually think most struggle with this in life in general. The first thing we do when we lack drive towards something is we judge ourselves. Applying the thought that we are lazy because we're not doing that particular thing. Judging ourselves and assuming that we're lazy. It's less about being lazy and more about focusing on the wrong thing. The things that lack meaning and purpose to us. Ask yourself, is this something that you're passionate about. When you're passionate about something, you don't need a kick in the ass. That particular thing means something greater to you. More than money. More than finding the time. You question less. Meaning we find it easy to choose between that thing and say watching TV or just sitting around. Because it's bigger than anything. Secondly, ask yourself, does it apply directly to your life? Meaning, will it assist you with something you're currently struggling with? Every day, things whiz past us left and right at a million miles per hour. Option after option. Decision after decision. 
with the amount of things floating around us, it can be challenging not to just chase the cheese. When we can step back and ask ourselves, what will this do for me? How will this help me accomplish my goals? We can start to pick through all of those choices and effectively narrow the needs from the wants. I like to call this the hammer solution. When I was younger, my dad always had this famous saying, use the right tools for the job. Let's say you're screwing together legs to a table. You wouldn't use a hammer to bang the screws in. One, you'd snap the screws, and two, you'd never get the screws in properly. And third, you'd waste time and burn unnecessary energy. So you may be asking yourself, what does this have to do with decisions? The right skills can mean a hammer to sink a screw or a screwdriver to sink a screw. One is a lot more effective, faster, and easier. The skills as they pertain to our journey can mean save time, stress, and generally efficiency. Our fuel is a precious resource. Our time is a depreciating asset. We don't get more of it ever So approaching new skills should have a high return on your mission, on your goals. Number two, believe you can. Henry Ford once said, if you think you can do a thing or think you can't do a thing, you're right. Mastering anything in life starts with our mindset. And when it comes to learning anything, we break down into two groups, a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. A fixed mindset is the thinking that success in learning a new skill depends on being naturally gifted. Whereas a growth mindset is the thinking that success in learning new things depends on your own efforts. Having a growth mindset allows you to accomplish literally anything. And yes, I mean anything. The idea that limitations exist in whatever it is you're trying to learn means we're already putting a wall between us and our goals or that skill. Unintentionally, we are setting ourselves up for failure. No one, including ourselves, should make the assumption of what we are good or not good at. The only way to understand that is by doing, which I'll get into later. Most of us think damage is done in real life. In front of our eyes, but most of the time, it starts in our head. Whether a past misstep, what someone said about us, our childhood, these pillars can create a toxic feedback loop that allows us thinking that you are not worthy, that you are not capable, that whatever skill or goal you may have is too lofty. These are simply words painted on the inside of our minds and nothing more. They don't define what we can and can't actually do. How we talk to ourselves matters. A sprinter standing at the starting line, eyes fixated in front of them, doesn't have this idea running through their mind that the person to the left or right of them is faster, more skilled, that they worked harder, or that they'll lose. They are fixated on winning, fixated on picturing their victory. This is what I like to call the fantasized 
victory. When we fantasize about winning, whether a goal, a skill, and we fantasize about the emotions they will bring, we can bring our current self to that place. And doing that sparks excitement now. Because those feelings rush through our body. They make the blood flow through our body. If you can fantasize about the changes in your life that a new skill or goal will bring, it will create fuel. And fuel creates momentum. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Number three, create short sprints. The idea that we need to do it all now is the idea that starts bringing water into our ship. It starts dragging us down and holding us back from accomplishing many things in our lives. Just as the famous quote goes, when eating an elephant, take one bite at a time. Everything in life that seems daunting, overwhelming, and even impossible can be accomplished gradually by taking on just a little at a time. You don't win a game of chess thinking about one piece at a time. You think about the overall approach and think backwards from the end goal. This allows you to process a large move into smaller moves. This is exactly how we can effectively approach a new skill. You don't need to learn whatever particular skill it is you're trying to master tomorrow or all at once. Think about it in pieces. Ask yourself, what components can I break off of this skill and tackle in stages? Tech does this quite frequently, and they actually call them sprints. When building a massive platform, it can be daunting to know where to start and where to focus. So it gets broken down into two-week sprints. This allows the team to focus on specific sections one piece at a time. Think about this concept like multitasking. Multitasking might seem productive in theory, but in reality, it's not as effective as you may think. By not focusing on one task, you're not giving 100% attention and effort to that thing. By looking at a new skill and looking at it in its entirety, you'll easily overwhelm yourself. This is actually a huge reason why many people fail to start something to begin with. 
the overwhelming component. Let's say you want to learn to play the piano. Just looking at the piano can be really intimidating. So how would you break this goal or skill down? First, you'd label the keys so you understand the notes. Then, you'd start practicing your scales. Then, maybe you'd move on to playing smaller, easier songs. Once you mastered these three pieces, you'd move on to larger, more complex songs, and so on. By breaking this skill down into sprints, it becomes way more palatable. It doesn't seem so intimidating. Here's the icing on this. It sets clear goals. For example, goal one, label the keys. Goal two, practice scaling for two months. Goal three, master a simple song. And maybe you can specifically define which song. Goal four, once goal one, two, and three are complete, move on to a more complex song. This breakdown allows for clarity. It's measurable. And if it's measurable, you know exactly what to do. If you're on track, and there's a huge sense of pride when you accomplish those individual steps. Number four, imperfect action. As humans, we are great gatherers of things, of information. But that gathering doesn't mean much if we don't put action behind it. Regardless of how unprepared you may think you are, there is no better way to learn than to do. When we just gather information and fail to take action, we miss important pieces of information that cannot be printed in a book or watched on YouTube because we are each so unique. Chances are we notice small things that may be more effective than the next person. Subtle angles that may make or break a new skill. A degree of difference in an approach may mean completely refining the skill you are going after. No matter how much information you take in, action will always determine the outcome. We learn by doing, by adjusting, by being uncomfortable. The only way a swimmer in the Olympics mastered their sport was by first jumping into the pool. The idea that we need to wait for the perfect time to do anything is a crock of shit. The only reason our mind tells us these types of things is because it's scared. It's nervous. It's unsure. There is no good time for anything. There is no right time for anything. There are simply distractions and ideas that are fabricated in our minds to pull us away from action and leverage fear to delay. The only way to understand if we can or can't is simply by doing. The feedback loop created by action creates a much faster answer and a much higher return than sitting and just collecting. I remember the first time I thought about starting this podcast, I knew absolutely nothing about podcasts. I didn't know what software to use, how to edit the audio, what microphone to record with, which platform to host the podcast on, and on and on. But I knew one thing. I wanted to share my message and help others. That goal, that mission, was bigger than not knowing all of these small details. 
I knew that if I just started, I could learn along the way and get better. The return on taking action was much greater than sitting and just collecting data. My first business in college, aside from minoring in business, I knew little about actually running a business. But I knew simply starting meant a goal in range. It allowed me to bring objectives, my goals, into focus. Anything that you want to accomplish, you can. Look at anyone that is successful. They let nothing stop them. They didn't listen to the world laugh, point a finger, and say that's impossible. Impossible is a word for those that have not seen the possible. When we unlock those doors of opportunity, we get to take a peek at bigger and more meaningful opportunities. You can either watch life happen or make life happen. So to recap, number one, pick the right skill. Ask yourself, is it something that you're passionate about? If you're not passionate about a new skill, chances are that you are going to struggle with motivation to learn that particular skill. Does it apply directly to your life? Will it assist you with something you're currently struggling with? Number two, believe you can. Mastering anything in life starts with our mindset. Aspire to have a growth mindset. The thinking that success in learning new things depends on your own efforts. Number three, create short sprints. Everything in life that seems daunting, overwhelming, and even impossible can be accomplished gradually by taking on just a little at a time. Ask yourself, what components can I break off of this skill and tackle in stages? Number four, imperfect action. Gathering doesn't mean much if we don't put action behind it. Regardless of how unprepared you may think you are, there is no better way to learn than to do. Each week, I do a shout out of either a review of the podcast, a DM I've received, a mention, a question. The purpose in this segment is to show each of you how so many others are going through the same struggles, pushing for the same things, looking for something more out of life, but more importantly, they're doing it. They're striving for more out of life. This week's shout out is by Vanessa, who sent me a DM on Instagram. I never thought I would be entertained by listening to a podcast. I usually listen to music on Spotify to divert my mind from having depression and anxiety these days. But then suddenly I tried searching for podcasts for the first time and I found your topics interesting, reflective, and calming for my inner self. It became so addictive. Thank you for the wonderful messages you've shared and keep on sharing. For an opportunity to be next week, shout out, please leave an honest review on the podcast and send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram. You just might be the next shout out. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into four ways to learn skills faster. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the motivated underscore mind and on Facebook at The Motivated Mind Podcast. Don't forget to join me next week for another episode. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening.
The Motivated Mind is a mindset production.